0: this podcast is produced by unedited hello dreamers and welcome to the dreamers disease with myself alex manzi and this is the podcast where we aim to inspire you to become the best version of yourself through hearing the stories of inspirational people who are out in the world and following their passions and dreams because i believe it's the disease of dreaming and not doing that causes us to live unhappy lives We try to gain some wisdom and motivation from each guest so that we can apply it to our day-to-day lives. So this week's episode is actually going to be a little bit different to usual because to be completely honest, I've been so busy and got caught up with planning for things I want to do in 2019 that I actually didn't have time to record an interview with someone for this episode. However, what I have done is I've taken a part of an interview that I did on For The Creators podcast, which I wanted to share with you guys because I believe there's a lot of real value in it and it provides some context around the plans I have for next year and it's just generally a really great interview. And as you know, I don't really share the interviews I do from on other podcasts onto this podcast, but this one I feel like there's so much in it that it can really, really be helpful for some of you. So in the chat, we speak about the importance of learning from your losses, why you should take note of the language you use, And also why doing something you believe in is so powerful. So there's loads of value in this and I really hope that you can take something from it. So before we jump in, I just want to thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform it is you are listening on. Leave a review so I can understand what you like about the podcast, what you don't like and just get general feedback from you guys which is amazing and as we jump in we're going to land straight into the middle of the conversation where i was talking to ryan the host about the struggles that i have been through in my life and why i felt like i had neglected that part of myself so as i said i hope you guys enjoy this one and can take a lot from it i was very unhappy in work and where my life was going and just going through a really bad period in my life you know i was like suffering from like really bad anxiety and you know, I guess bouts of depression and mm. this this was all going on without me even realising it. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't until I had a real breakdown that I actually realised what was happening. Do you know what I mean? Or it was the acceptance of it that made me realise what was happening. And that's what set me off on this journey, which was like probably five years ago, set me off on this journey of like self-discovery. And for the first like year and a half, I probably didn't do anything about it um, because I kind of lived in the, high of getting the job at one extra because it happened soon after the breakdown um so i lived off the high of that mm. but then i soon realized that that was quite a short-term fix So then i was like right okay i need to really like look at myself and ask myself some serious questions and i used this analogy the other day in um in a video on my instagram of like looking at yourself in the mirror stripping back everything you know all your possessions all your friends all your family everything you've ever done all your experiences and almost looking at yourself, start bollock naked in the mirror and going, "Who am I? What do I represent as a person?" And I, I not physically had to do that, but yeah. I, I had to do that and had to ask myself some serious questions. And the scary thing was, I couldn't answer it. Mm. I could not answer who I was or what I represented because my mind didn't know. Mm. So I had to almost strip everything back, go back to real basics in my life, and start relearning about myself and what actually what do i enjoy actually i'm doing this thing because i think i enjoy it but do i actually enjoy it right so should i stop doing it yeah you know that kind of stuff and that was really that's a really hard process That's a really hard process it's a
1: really hard process
0: it's literally like you're tearing yourself apart to put yourself back together and you're but you're doing it on purpose you know because you've already you've put yourself together in such a bad way you know, it's like being a piece of Lego. You've, okay, cool, you've built the thing, but it's all completely wrong. Mm. So you then have to tear it apart brick by brick to then put it together in the right way. And that's kind of the whole process I've done. And, like, it's been an amazing journey. Yeah. Tough at times. Of course. And there's still days where, like, you know, I, I say this thing of, like, you know, I would have gone through nine out of ten days feeling like shit. Like, feeling like just low Mm. not not even wanting to smile not even feeling like i had energy to talk to people and now it's probably like three out of ten days or two out of ten days yeah so it's like flip but those days are still there but it's of course when i do have those days it's like cool this is just temporary and i know this is temporary because i know that i can change my thinking not like i can't just go bang and change my thinking but i know that it is my thinking that needs to change to get me back on where i need to be And it's understanding that that has become super important to me.
1: 100%. 100%. And it's about asking the right questions, which is what you did. You you had a breakdown, which made you question everything, right? And then from there, you started questioning more. Yes. Yes. It would have been easy for you to fall back into the same habits and put on the same masks as before because this is what I thought I liked doing, but do I actually like doing it? Yeah. And it takes a level of courage to actually ask that because it is just easy to just do the same things and please other people mm-hmm. and and all of that stuff, um, but yeah, going through that is what really makes you who wild. You are. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, and it is. It's 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 not easy. Yeah, it's not easy because it's not only you that it affects. Because mm-hmm. obviously, uh, you know, how old were you when when you hit that 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 breakdown?
0: Uh, would have been
1: four. Year, probably about 25 yeah so that's 25 years worth of conditioning yeah of other people of yeah this is who Alex is yeah and then all of a sudden you have something that changes within you and it's like well no that's not actually yeah. who I am inside this is who I am and it's you know you start to see people change because of that around mm. you and stuff Like I've been through the same thing mm. you know and
0: did, did you feel like you had a transition period like in between the realizing like this isn't who I am or want to be to like getting to start in the process of like finding out mm. who you were and what, what you want to be. Yeah. So I find there was like a two, even three year transition period in the middle before I even started the journey.
1: Absolutely. And mean? that's just like, it was almost like walking through the wilderness. Yeah. Like getting to a point where you're just looking around and just saying, is this where I want to be? Mm. Um, Get like getting to a point where you where you want it to be, standing in it and being like, oh, yeah. this is not what I expected. Yeah. Or, I, do I actually enjoy this? Yeah. Is this is this the parts of me that uh, I want to bring out? Is this the legacy I want to leave and stuff? Yeah. Um, is this how it's supposed to feel? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you ask those questions, you start to uh search and experience. Yeah where you where you get fired up yeah exactly and the
0: thing is i think the problem is is like we're kind of taught that you know to be happy like you have your own car and you have your own place and you have a good job and you have like a good relationship and it's Mm. like at times i've had all of those things but that does not necessarily mean i was happy because i wasn't Mm. like what's made me happy is like fully understanding and you know being the best that I can, and really taking the time and the effort to invest in that—that's what's made me happy. And then, because of that, I've now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing that outwards into everything that I'm starting to do: mm. the podcast, the videos, the the business that I'm going to build. All yeah. of that stuff is all coming from that, and none of that would exist if I didn't look at myself in that way. And I'm not saying that's going to happen with everyone. Mm -hmm. It might not. But what you might realise is you own two Rolexes and you drive a BMW and you own a flat in West London, but you're not happy. Mm -hmm. And you earn a hundred grand a year, but you're not happy. So all of those things that you've bought or that you've done that you think are going to make you happy haven't. So what are the things that do make you happy? And how can you do them more? And that's the whole process.
1: Exactly. Man, yeah, that's... (laughs) super powerful yeah. super powerful Um do you feel as well that obviously going into what you're going into now you have the necessary uh, what was it what was I going to say like tools mm. because you've gone through that
0: yeah yeah I feel equipped man I feel like that's it yeah, equipped yeah I feel like because I've been through it I understand the process and because I've kind of been through it on a very lonely journey <laughs> um, I feel like I can fully accept, but also resonate with other people who are going through that because it's it's tough to talk about things. Like I haven't ever really spoken about it properly with like my family still or mm. some of my friends. Like some of my friends I have, but I still haven't really done it. And it's like it's not an easy thing to do. But if you're, what, what I'm trying to get everyone to understand is, if you feel like you're on this journey alone, you're not because what you probably don't know is the guy next to you on the tube is probably going through the exact same thing. So there's people out there who are going through this and it's not a lonely thing. There are people going through it. It's just hard to talk about it. But I feel like if I can play a part in inspiring you to take a step or motivating you to try something different or whatever it is, then I'm playing my role. Mm -hmm. And if that means that you're going off to do what I did and you know, I had to learn about myself by my, like literally by myself, then that's fine. So be it. But if part of that is you want to come to me and what I'm offering and the things that I'm doing to learn more or to take on more inspiration. And that might just be listening to the podcast every week. I'm not getting anything out of that. Yeah. I'm not getting any money out of that, but if you are fine, but it also might be later down the line. If you want to join a program or come to a workshop or whatever it is, then cool. Like all those avenues are open and it's like, it's it's a place for people to come to. Transforms not the word, but like I, I say it all the time, become the best version of yourself, Absolutely. or start to become the best version of yourself. Mm. Like, and it's all about looking internally, man. So there we have me talking a bit about the struggles that I faced in my life and kind of the things that I've been through and put myself through. And in the second part that you're about to hear, we talk more about you know moving forward and how I've kind of continued my life and you know the birth of dreamers disease and what i plan to do in the future and it gives some nice kind of context around what i plan on doing in the next year which hopefully you guys will stay on this journey with me for because it's going to be some really powerful stuff and i'm looking forward to kind of showing you guys more about it to be honest so let's jump in and let's hear part two of this interview and i started the year i was like right by the end of the year i want to get to a quarter of a million and i was aiming super high with it but then I kind of changed my mindset and thought, actually, let me let me maintain. Let me just keep putting out good quality content. Mm. Let it be organic and just see if I can keep that consistency with it, which is what I've done, which is why now, you know, another part of the freelance thing, like I said, is to, to focus more free time on the podcast and the brand around it. So yep. it's, what can I do now with that time, you know, from September onwards to like push all of that stuff as hard as I can to to grow the numbers, to grow the awareness, to get bigger guests, to whatever it is, to do more live shows, to to do all of that stuff around it, to elevate, to bring more people in to the message, to the, you know what I mean? Because it's all about that message. Like everything I do, you know, like be it Instagram, podcast, I don't do it for people to be like, oh, I see your podcast is doing really well. Exactly. Or like, oh yeah, like, oh, well, your Instagram, whatever. Like I do it for that one message I'll get that says, I listened to this episode of your podcast and it really resonated and it really helped me. I was going through something bad mm-hmm. and to hear someone who is doing amazing things, has gone through similar things, has really helped me and motivated me to you know, better myself or it's motivated me to start that, that project that I've always wanted to do or that one message I'll get on Instagram, it's like, oh, I woke up in like this state of mind today and I saw your video on my feed and it really helped me. Thank you. Like that's what I do it for. That it's not. I don't do it for the the numbers, the likes. Exactly. The, and it's I so do it easy for the, to get for the, the actual remember. like impact that that. And it might just be one person out of thousands or whatever that may see it. It might just be one person. That's all it. That's all it takes for me to to go. This is the way I do it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. It's, and Definitely. that's so powerful.
1: It is so powerful, man. And it's it's really. And when it does happen, it's like, ah, uh, that's why. Yeah. That's why I started this. Yeah. It isn't about the numbers and things like that. Those things are nice because it's... Yeah. I mean, that's for your ego, really. It's exactly. Like, yeah, we're doing a good yeah. job. But when you get those messages, it's like, wow, this is actually yeah. making a, a exactly. real life difference. And
0: that's the thing. It's like everyone would like to say, oh, I've got 100 million downloads on my yeah. podcast. It's like, yeah, everyone would like that. But unless you're having that impact, then it doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean?
1: It's all about impact. And yeah. it's about remembering why... You started exactly. something. Yeah, exactly. remembering your why. And I think you raised a really good point there as well. You said you started the year saying, I want to end the year two yeah. two 250K downloads, yeah. but you gave yourself the freedom to change your goal and change your mind. Mm. And I think that's really powerful because yeah. people, myself included, especially in the past, it would be like, you make your mind up before doing something. And then across the journey, you're like, nope, whatever happens... I need to get to yeah, yeah. to that goal, but what you forget is along the journey you pick up new knowledge, yeah, and that changes the the landscape and that changes exactly. the game. So you do need to be nimble and give yourself that uh, freedom to change your mind. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah, I, I say it all the time: become the best version of yourself, Absolutely. or start to become the best version of yourself. Mm. Like, and it's all about looking internally, man. That's the, that's the super deep part. It's about looking internally. Like, if you don't look inside yourself how are you ever going to know what you're made of? And that's, I had this other metaphor, which is I think one of the best metaphors I've come up with, right? So it's like, we look at everything we've got externally to like hold us together. But when those external things start to crack or wobble, the whole thing falls apart. Whereas if you look internally and you have a really strong foundation and solid base, it doesn't matter what happens to that external shell, that external world, it might get cracks, it might get holes, it might get damaged. Your foundation is so strong within yourself, it won't affect you as, as much. It's not going to crumble. It's not going to fall. Exactly. It might get damaged. It might get, you know, scratched or it might get whatever. It might get a chip taken out of it. Mm. But th- the foundation remains intact. Whereas if it's the other way around and you haven't got that strong foundation, the second that outside shell gets like, like an egg, you know, the second that outside shell gets a knock or a scratch, I think the whole thing just shatters everywhere block. and it's, it's all over the floor. So it's exactly. like it's about looking at things in that way, and that's mm. been so powerful for me.
1: I think yeah, I've, I've come to a similar conclusion with that, and it's a very like stoic, yeah, uh, philosophy approach, and that's basically you being the 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 consistent. So whatever yeah. happens, because of your because of the uh, the qualities that you have within, yeah, whatever situation you put yourself in, yeah. or the, sorry that you're in you're right because you're not getting, you don't value the externals. It's internal. Yeah. You know, and there's such a level of peace and lightness that you get because of that. With what you're pursuing now, because it's coming from that place, has it, has it been a bit easier than other things that you've pursued? Um, I don't know if easy is the
0: right word because like what is easy, right? Hmm. And that's like and that sounds like such a <laughs> hippie ish thing to say. But like it's easier in the sense that I, I have more clarity mm. and I'm a lot more sure about it and I'm a lot more um infused by it and I'm a lot more and I'm not infused by it by like the potential outcomes and earnings and the big things and you know, who knows in ten years I, I might be on like the world's biggest stage talking to like twenty thousand people in arena. Like it's not about that. Mm. It's about actually the, the the positive impact that it has along the way. And I think like for me, that's, that's the big difference, right? Do you know what I mean? It's like if you're looking at the outward things all the time or you're chasing the money or you're chasing the whatever it is, you're going to buy it the wrong way because at the end of the day, when the times do get hard along that road of like building up your own brand or business, that's not easy. That's not easy, but Mm. it becomes easier because you really want it, and you really love it, and you're really into it, and it's really what you want, and it's really what you believe in, and that's that's where it becomes easier. Not Mm. easy, because I don't believe in easy. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Very good distinction. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's going to be massive, man, because it's coming from the from the right place.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And it's just, and you know what? It's opened up new new avenues for me in terms of like not people not just people i'm meeting or things that i'm doing or experiences i'm having but just like creatively as well it's like i've started a second podcast which is a football podcast yeah because, yeah because yeah you know me and my friend uche we just all we do is talk about football shirts so we decided that it'd be a good idea to record the conversations basically and give mm-hmm. it a bit of a format so you know the the retro football shirt podcast is basically us talking about retro football shirts <laughs> and reminiscing about the times and the eras and the players of those things but that would never have come out of me unless I I had this sense of like self-awareness and knowing and you know feeling assured about what I'm trying to build Mm. you know long term with dreamers disease and, and you know my personal brand or whatever you want to call it yeah you know
1: yeah that makes a lot of sense man and yeah I think it's because you're now in a place of freedom.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, we'll be in a week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it will be a complete
1: freedom. Right. And it's like a positive feedback loop because you've started, yeah. you started dreamers disease. You now know you can do podcasts. Then more ideas come to you. It's yeah. like, Oh, why why yeah. can't this be a podcast? Rather you having that barrier to entry. For, mm. Like if there was the first one, we exactly. like, have to get equipment. We have to work out how to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Now it's just like, let's record and go. And you don't know what's coming around, around the corner. It's almost exactly. like I, I likened it to, cause you was asking if, if I went through a similar like, transition period. And for me, I always felt like I always, I know what my goal is. And yeah. I always get there. Um, but always felt like I could see the destination, like the island and I'm in the sea mm. and I'm swimming, <laughs> swimming, 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 swimming. And I'm just getting exhausted. Yeah. And I'm making like marginal progress. Yeah. Um, and it feels like I'm doing work every day because I'm exhausted. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to lay back. Yeah. Let me just lay back, put out my best work and, you know, yeah. let's see what happens. And I started getting further just by laying back. It was so much more relaxing yeah. and, exa- and it wasn't exhausting at all because it's almost like doing that whole swimming process. is like, I know exactly what needs to be done. I know where I need to go. And I know exactly what the process is going to be. Mm. And the truth is, you don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you just got to make that first step, put your best foot forward and kind of go with the flow. It's like mm. kind of like catching a slipstream and yeah. just seeing where the, where the wind takes you. Kind yeah, of. but
0: also it's like, so another thing that my friend once told me is like, he went on this course and I can't remember exactly what the, the course was about, but there was this um, analogy of like, very similar to what you just said, is like, you're on one island and there's another island, you know, in the distance and you have to get to that island and you can choose any means necessary. Mm. And there was like 30 people in the room, so it's like, okay, Ryan, what do you say? You're gonna say, I'm gonna swim. Mm. I might be like, well, I'm gonna build a boat and row over. And the next person might be like, well, I'm gonna get a jetpack. The next person might be like, I'm gonna surf. Mm. The next person, you know, whatever, 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 all different ways. And the whole theory is, is like, it doesn't matter like where you're starting and where you're trying to get to it doesn't matter how you get there because there's so many different types of ways to do it it is that you get there mm. which is the important thing mm. and it's like if you're swimming you're obviously going to take a little bit longer yeah if you've got a jetpack, it's going to be a bit quick or whatever so it's like it doesn't really matter like the journey is the journey like the, the whole the important thing is that you're working towards getting to that point and eventually you'll get to that point and there's so many different ways it can happen. There's not like one set route or one set way of doing it because mm. that's life. And that's that's. when I heard that, I was like, I'm going to steal that for certain <laughs> things. <laughs> but it's so true.
1: No, it's a really good visualisation. Yeah. Going back to what uh, what you said about having that big goal and then kind of changing your, your mind yeah. about it halfway through. It's like you might swim halfway and be like, you know what? I actually like that island back there. Like yeah. sometimes the goal leads you to actually where you were. So yeah. It's was like in, um, the alchemist. Yeah. Where It's like happiness is where you are essentially.
0: Exactly. Yeah, you, know yeah. I mean? you can
1: go all the way around the world to find happiness just to get back to where you were and be like, Oh, this was actually it the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was going to ask you as well with, um, dreamer's disease. And this yeah. kind of relates to your, your why I suppose. Um, and it relates to your experience having a breakdown and, uh, I've, I've been through similar experiences mm. as well. The hardest thing, and obviously this is something that most media outlets try and um, get the message out on is if you've got, a uh, if you're going through a depression, things like that, speak out, just mm. like ask for help. When you're on the other side of the fence and you're not in that state, mm. it's really easy to say, ask for help. Mm. When you're in that state, that is literally the hardest thing to do because it's almost like you're in you're in like a darkness or a silence. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's it's hard to even just utter the words or to acknowledge what's yeah. going on in, in your mind. Like I'm very lucky to have uh, a partner that makes sense of the, the things that happen in my mind. You said let's say it's a very lonely journey, right? Mm. And it can be. Um but even after thirteen years, it's hard for me to when I get into that state, because it still happens. Like you said, it goes from it being ten out of ten days to being two out of ten days. Um to pluck the courage up to actually say what's going on in Mm. your mind because it doesn't necessarily make sense. It's gonna be gibberish. It might be gibberish, but it's them it's then them uh kind of speaking it back to you and asking you the right questions and it kind of like it's therapy basically. Yeah. It's therapy. With Dreamer's disease, how is that going to be a big part of it in terms of uh, making it easier for people to get that, get it out of, of their, of their heads um, or speaking up?
0: Yeah, I guess like in a way, because it won't be like, you know, there's not going to be like a certain part of the platform. It's like come and you of know, course, open yeah. up to where there will be, but like not in that way. It will be more like it's just through the amount of positivity and sharing and, stories and whatever it is and quotes and videos like you'll see that people are have gone through are going through will go through similar things so it's like making you feel like you are less alone in the sense of like oh why am I going through this yeah like because other people do so hopefully it will inspire people to turn to their friend and say you know what I've been having a really hard time lately or speak to their parents or phone you know whatever hotline or reach out to someone you know who's done amazing things that they feel like Mm -hmm. they can relate with or yeah um writing stuff down like if you know if you don't want to talk stuff out with people like write it down and you know that's i had a girl called um natasha benjamin on my podcast who's a kind of i don't know how you would like a a self-care kind of coach in a way Mm -hmm. and one of her main things is like if you can't talk it out with people write it out Mm. like if you can't write it out there's other means you know it's just finding the best way for you to be able to take stuff from your head and put it elsewhere basically because that process does become very therapeutic because what you end up getting is stuck in a whirlwind of thoughts exactly and that spiral of negativity can be very dark and deep and can happen very quick so it's about acknowledging it it's about accepting it and the most important thing for me and i, I spoke to a friend about this recently is not saying i want to be better i want to fix it i mm-hmm. want to because that's not the case you don't get better you don't fix it you accept it and you work on it and it will always be there like for me like i said still two out of ten days or whatever yeah i'll have a bad day and i have to accept that you know that is me that's how my my mind works that's might even be my body giving me a message or whatever so it's about accepting that that is part of you because the more you try to fight it the more you use those words of like i want to be better i want to be fixed the exactly. more friction it causes absolutely so the less you do of that and the more accepting you are of it the more you can then start to understand it And once you start to understand it you can then start working backwards on like okay how can i now use this understanding to take me forward mm-hmm. and that was the whole process i had to go through
1: definitely so I'm going to shift gears a bit, just into how you, what state you're in when you're creating, because yeah. this is for the creators. Um, are there any like particular creative rituals you have or anything like that?
0: Um, not really, because I do a lot of it when, when I get home from work. Really, I, I give myself like a three-hour window to do as much as I can before I start to feel like really tired and you know the concentration is a lot harder. So. What I've started to do is try to plan out the week. So on like a Sunday evening or a Monday night, I've got a whiteboard in my room and I've got the days marked out. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I'll go for a gig. What have I got to do this week? I've got to record this. I've got to do this write-up. I've got to send this newsletter. I've got to to Mm. reply to these emails. I've got to chase this person. And I'll write it all down on my whiteboard in the days that it's achievable. So like a Monday, if I've got to record an in focus session which is like my shorter mini episodes I'll, I'll try and write something on the Monday record it on the Tuesday for it to go out on the Thursday so I try and split things up and then I might say I've got to reply to this email I might do that on the Monday then I've got to do the artwork for the Thursday episodes I might do yeah. that on the Wednesday or I might have to cut some video clips I might do and it's just looking at my week and going actually, I oh, actually this Thursday I'm out so I can't do something so do you it's have like to shift things around yeah. shifting around. Like, okay actually friday i'm a bit more free or wednesday i'm not doing anything or tuesday so it's about looking at what i've got so that when i get home i'm not thinking like oh what have i got to do i know i go in my room i get changed i look at my board and i go cool i've got one two three things to do i'm gonna go do them and i sit down and i put that time and energy into doing them and if anything else is born out of that it's born out of it mm. but i try not to get distracted from those two or three things that i've set out to do that evening and i just find it helps me be really productive mm. and it's it's hard and like you know but with that productivity and with that fulfillment and that uh, that felt really good to complete that comes the creativity because you then start to cuz i know when i get home i have to be productive for like 2-3 hours so during the day i have a lot more of my productive uh, sorry creative thinking uh, so for example i go to the gym in the mornings that's when I have probably some of my best ideas Mm. in the gym because my head's clear I'm working out not really thinking about anything other than whatever exercise I'm doing or whatever podcast I'm listening to and just ideas pop into my head so just write them down on my phone then I might return to them later yeah but that's when like you know when it works best for me but it's like just I guess again it's an understanding thing it's knowing it's being self-aware it's I know that those three hours in my evening are super important to get stuff done because I don't really have any other time. So I get home at, say, like 6.30. I give myself a 10 p.m. cutoff point. You know, we'll have dinner in that time as well. Yeah. So 10 p.m. is always my cutoff point. And then I might chill for, like, half an hour, 45 minutes before I go to bed. Then I've got a whole, like, bedtime ritual, like, you know, brush my teeth, then I meditate. And then I okay. might I might do some more reading. Actually, I'll, I might do some more reading. Then I might meditate. Well, then I do meditate. Then I go to sleep. I do that as much as i can every mm. night particularly in the meditation morning have I'm you like, found that's helped amazing it. i love it man like if i don't if i don't meditate for like i'm not i'm normally quite good at doing it every day mm. it's only if i have like if i'm away that's when i get out of sync with it because you know you're not part of your framework that you yeah, designed. but you try and fit it in but that's been one of the most helpful things for me just to have that moment that, and sometimes I do it beginning and end of the day yeah I try to do 10 minutes at the start of the day ten is it guided like
1: headspace yeah headspace yeah yeah, yeah. I um, find headspace to be so good the best one that I've I've yeah, tried yeah it's so good because of the whole acceptance part of it because yeah. every you think of meditation you think of I need to have a clear mind that's I guess that's the whole kind of stigma behind yeah. it but it's not it's sitting with your thoughts yeah exactly and but not necessarily latching onto them yeah like exactly. we do you know yeah are there any books or podcasts or videos or like um, resources that you shared the most with people that or? books?
0: I would say, um, the miracle morning is mm. very good. I've heard of that. Who, who's it's by, oh, I can't remember his name now.
1: I'll find it. I'll stick yeah. Up it's in called minutes. the miracle
0: morning. It's really super easy to find. And it's basically the whole principle of it is six things that you should do every morning as a, as a ritual. Mm. And it's, So they're called Lifesavers. So S-A-V-E-R-S. So S is for silence and meditation. E is for exercise. Mm -hmm. I know, sorry, S-A. Sorry, silence. A is for affirmations. Mm -hmm. V is for visualization. Mm -hmm. E, exercise. R, reading. And S, scribing, i.e. writing. Like journaling. Yeah, so he's like, you should do those six things every morning before 8 a.m. So you're setting yourself up for your day before your days begun. Definitely. So that's something that I I've started to incorporate. Not not like strictly all of those things. Like I try yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. can be tough, but mm. you know, meditation I try. If I if I don't do the meditation, I do breathing exercises while I'm in the shower mm-hmm. after the gym. Affirmations, I need to rewrite mine because I got a bit like they got a bit repetitive, so I need to rewrite them. But I was doing that every morning before I left the house. Yep. Visualization again probably in the shower um exercise gym or yoga reading i do on the tube mm-hmm. um and writing i was do- I, I was i did have a gratitude journal that i was writing in every day yeah and just writing three to five things that i felt grateful for every day mm-hmm. and it just could be anything it could be like I, I feel grateful for the roof over my head or yeah, i feel exactly. grateful for the cup of tea that i had yesterday or i'm grateful for you know whatever mm-hmm. Having an able body to be able to exercise or whatever it is, exactly, and doing that. So I was doing it, and it was really helpful. But again, it's 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 this it's it's
1: discipline. That's what it is. Definitely, I think I do like four four or five of those. Yeah, before eight. Yeah, and that's, that's what's made the massive difference. Yeah. But you know, like you know, the five minute journal. Yeah, the app. Yeah, that probably does like three of those. Yeah, probably. So it does the journaling, it yeah. does the gratitude, and the the affirmation. Yeah, I probably so, need to get that. Yeah, so they're the I, three I, tend that I struggle that. with the most. Yeah, but, but it, so, it, it that's good because it gives you notifications on yeah it kind of nudges it. you on when yeah, to do it. And I don't that. do it every day, but it really does. Yeah. Cause it takes it doesn't even take five minutes. Yeah. It probably takes a minute, to yeah. be honest. But yeah, that's that's been really helpful.
0: So say so that, that's a wicked book. Um there was one that you Oh, you so you said the Alchemist earlier. Have you read um The Celestine Prophecy?
1: I have it, but I haven't read that's it. That's a
0: wicked book. Yeah. It's in a similar vein to Alchemist. Mm in the sense that it's a it's a fictional story, but there's a message behind it. Right. And it's all about understanding the energies within the universe, mm. in, in in the world or the universe, I suppose. Yeah, same thing. Um, that's really powerful. I've read that recently and I loved it. Yeah. I honestly loved it. I'm going to reread it. Um, I'm reading a book at the minute, which is quite interesting if you're in the kind of position that I am in called How to Be a Productivity Ninja. And it's about keeping super organized and yeah. productive. So it's about, I'm on the the section about how to keep, uh, organized. So like how to organize, you know, you might have loads of notes on your phone or sure. you might have loads of projects that you're working. It's like how to organize it all, mm-hmm. and keep it, keep it intact and make sure you're on top of things. Yeah. But the whole, the whole, I'm about halfway through the book, but it's pretty like, it's, really, it's actually really practical. It's really good. That's good. There is. Lewis Howe's books are really good. Mm-hmm. School of Greatness and The Mask of Mascul- Masculinity is an incredible book. Yeah. Incredible I was going to ask you about book. that. book. Yeah. Um, That's a really good one. And then I'm going to shout out my G Chidira. The Slumflowers flowers got her own book. What a time to be alone. Yeah. But it's also like if you are appreciative of something, like why not tell that person? Mm-hmm. It's like, I remember listening to, um, which unfortunately turned out quite bad, for him uh the reggie yates interview on half class yeah and i was like this is like one of the most incredible yeah. chats and interviews i've ever heard yeah. like just it was just so uplifting it was mm. so powerful and the whole thing was just like i just felt so good after listening to it yeah and it's unfortunate that that one little tiny moment in the whole conversation got picked up on for like if you do feel like there's people who are inspiring you or making you feel good or something that you can appreciate like tell him man like i leave comments on like people's posts all the time like, yeah they, they might be really close friends or they might be people i've met in the last year through the podcast Like if i see something like you know pretty much all of the Slumflowers posts about her book there'll be a comment from me saying this is incredible yeah, yeah you're up. a superstar yeah yeah you're such a queen like because why not man exactly like, that's man. what i'm thinking why not say it Absolutely. I'd rather put the positive shit out there than the negative shit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that's all I want. It's all, I, all I want is for people to, to associate, associate anything they see with me with positivity or inspiration. And if that's what I can achieve, then that's, I'm happy. And if I get those messages, I'm over the moon.
1: Definitely. You know? definitely. And uh, yeah, the whole thing is is being uplifting. And yeah. it's authentic. Yeah. You know, you're not doing it for for any other reason, but to uplift. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. And
0: it's helping me like live this, this better version of myself, you know, like I am I feel like I'm walking around now on like a, a high all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, and I think that energy is now feeding on to other people in the sense that they can see it in me and it's helping them see me in a different light. And then it's helping me to interact with them in a different way. Positive even feedback loop. Yeah. Even if it's just like, it might just be a hello or how are you doing? Like that hello, how are you doing? All of a sudden doesn't feel so, um, you know, when you, you're like inauthentic, like when you're at work and you, you pass something in the kitchen, you're like, oh, how you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. Yes. It, it's like I'm saying it from a genuine place. Like, how are you? Or like, I've got friends that I'll message who are like, you know, on this journey themselves. And they'll be like, how are you doing? They'll be like, yeah, I'm cool. i am be like, no, no, how, how are I you doing? doing? Yeah. You know, and then I got one message back from my friend Megan and she was like, oh, I'm so glad you asked because like, I've had a really shit week. and And it's like, cool, like, let's talk do you know what I mean so
1: that's why we're here exactly
0: it's about putting that stuff out there man absolutely sure.
1: yeah we asked this question to to all of our guests yeah if you could obviously that like going through your whole journey now and it's been a, a really filled up journey yeah. it feels like two or three lives in there <laughs> man tell me about <laughs> it. Um, Maddest thing
0: is like I've just turned 30 and like I do not feel 30 at all like to me, it's not even a scary place to be. Like thirty, I'm before, like so before we excited. go into this
1: next question. Actually, don't you think that's such a funny thing? Yeah. The whole the weight of thirty. Yeah, because because we're told it is. I know it's so it's so weird though. Like having obviously, I'm like thirty odd, but going through that whole journey and it's like I even wrote, I wrote a blog post about it as well. And the whole idea about it, it was it was a letter to my younger self, mm. or was it? But it was more of why do we trust our younger self, our 15 year old self? Like the things that I said at 15, that I'm going to do this by 30, by yeah, this by 30, yeah. I'm going to have this by 30. If a 15 thir- a year old came in now and asked and looked at your life and said, but why don't you have this? Why don't you do this? Why don't you, why haven't you got this? You're you're 30 years old. Mm. You'd be like, what the hell do you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, why do we hold the value of our yeah. own opinion at 15 year old? Yeah like that holds the key to our happiness almost at that age. And it's like, just let that shit go, man. Like that was just an idea you had. Like you, you really didn't, you didn't, you knew, you knew what you knew, but you didn't know what you know now.
0: And that's the, for me, that's the important thing. It's like knowing what you know now, but it's not about how old you feel. It's about how much energy you have to give to whatever Mm. you want to give it to. And, in turn that makes you feel young or whatever you want to call it and honestly like i said man i'd i've you know i know people who are my age that i've grown up with and they've got two kids in a house and uh, you know they've like completed life in a way you know Mm. and i'm like i'm chilling i'm really happy i'm doing things that i'm really passionate about yes i'm meeting amazing people and connecting with people all the time i'm able to like have some sort of positive influence over a small audience of people or whatever and that makes me feel great and it it not only makes me feel great it makes me feel like I am like I said on this high all the time Mm -hmm. and that that equates to me not feeling like a typical 30 year old should feel like you should have this you should have that you Mm -hmm. should be doing this it's like it's not about that like I'll go out and party as hard as I did when I was 21 22 because I feel like I can because I feel like I've got the energy to give Mm -hmm. or I'll go out and I'll you know do whatever and i don't feel like that age is a thing because it's not it's just a number it's just it's just an indication of how much wisdom you have yeah that's what i say definitely like i was 10 level when i turned 30 i was like i'm 30 years wise (laughs) not 30 years old 30 years wise yeah that's a good that's that's it that's how i see it man like that's a good one you know i'm hoping that when i get to 50 I still feel exactly the same and I feel like I'm 50 years wise mm. and I'm, I'm still able to enjoy and do the things that I love and be as passionate about everything mm-hmm. and if I am then sick if not then I hope I'm onto some even higher level of you know, experience or enjoyment or whatever it is that I don't even know yet
1: I think you will be, because you've made those key, yeah. you've you've asked the, the right questions yeah. from now. Um, yeah. Are you going to get back into a state where you're not asking the right questions, having yeah. asked the right questions? Yeah. I highly doubt it. And
0: also, I feel, do you know what it is? I've just had a thought that like I feel like we look for the wrong things. Like, so when you say, oh, when you're 50, what are you going to be doing? Most mm. people's answers will be like, well, be married with like a few kids. It's like, but if you're living your life and that's not the path that's set out for you, like. if if you don't want to get married and you don't feel like you and I'm not saying I do or I don't but Mm -hmm. I'm just saying in general like then don't feel like that's the pressure of what a 50 year old's life should look like exactly I I don't know if I'm going to get to 50 and be married or not like if it happens along the way fantastic if it doesn't fantastic Mm -hmm. as long as I'm loving what I'm doing that's all that matters so there we have it guys that was my interview or part of my interview with For The Creators Podcast if you do want to go and listen to the full thing it's actually in two parts on their podcast so just search for the creators and I'm sure you'll be able to find the podcast itself there are two parts to it the second half of the interview that you heard is pretty much the whole of part two part one is a bit more about my previous story which you guys I know have heard before so I felt there was more value in the second part and as I said I really do hope that you could take a lot from that because I felt like there was a lot of value in there for you guys and that's why I wanted to bring it to you and to your attention and to your ears it's something that I really enjoyed talking about and I know I don't often do here on the podcast, which is why I thought this was the perfect time to do it for you, episode 70. So as ever, you can connect with me online. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at @iamalexmanzi. Instagram's where I hang out the most. So if you want to contact me, DM me, message me, whatever it is, then I'm always available to chat on there. So thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. And make sure you go out there and chase your dreams. This podcast is produced by Unedited.